Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us for Tiny Sparks, Big Flames. Have you ever wondered what it's really like to follow your dreams? If the answer is yes, come along as we get the inside scoop from creatives, innovators, and difference makers who are daring to make their visions a reality. In three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to Tiny Sparks, Big Flames. I'm your host, Deb God. Today, we have Michael and Charlotte Fritzius in the house. Michael and Charlotte are founders behind Exactly Zero, a clean living company in St. Louis where they make virtually everything from their very own house. Did I get that right? You got that pretty right. (laughs) Our house smells like everything, like all the time. That's awesome. (laughs) This dynamic duo officially launched the business in 2021, but they've been doing this work since 2012. It began with an Etsy shop, three kinds of bar soap, and three kinds of lip balm, and now they have more than 60 products. And they're set to grow through fundraising, affiliate marketing, farmer's markets, subscriptions, and way cool partnerships. Welcome to the show. Thank you a ton for having us. (laughs) You are so welcome. I have been so excited about this interview. Me too. So what I want to do is really start with your origin story right? This journey from where exactly Zero started all the way till now in like one minute or less. One minute or less? You mean to condense it like 10 years? And <laughs> that's a tall order. I can do it. So 2012, the story starts with me getting diagnosed with cancer. I found a lump and find out there's like a tumor on you. And I had a surgery to take care of it. And rather than look back at that and say, wow, glad that's behind us, Charlotte said, well, what caused it? Like cancer happens for a reason, but she started doing a lot of research and found that there were a lot of carcinogens in the stuff that we use every day. Hmm. And then she started reverse engineering stuff. She started with deodorant, which is like the hardest thing to try to reverse engineer. And she tried again and again and again and again. I think like, I don't know, I was going to say like four or five, but she said, no, it was more than that. It's like 20 or 30 attempts. Wow. Right. And then she finally got it. And then we just kept trying to make things and make things and make things. And people said, you ought to sell this. And then they said, you ought to sell this to me. How much do you want? It's like, well, we got pestered into business, basically. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. <laughs> so so from your perspective, Charlotte, I mean, what did he miss in the story? Not a whole lot. What we put in and on our bodies is important. And cancer does happen regardless of how careful you are. But making your body an unwelcome host for cancer can be helpful. And that's one thing that we were working on through diet and also through the things we're using on our bodies and in our house on a daily basis, just trying to come up with clean living products that we could make ourselves instead of paying so much for ready-made products. And honestly, back then it was really hard to find clean products. Mm -hmm. There are more now, but the ones that are available on the shelves still have lots of synthetic preservatives and stabilizers and fillers, and we avoid all of that. That's amazing. So it started with bar soap or deodorant? It actually started with deodorant and toothpaste and antibiotic ointment. I use vitamin E, some things like that that we use very frequently things that we use more often than we would like bar soap. Yes, we use bar soaps too, but that was a harder thing for me to accomplish. And I did not get that down until the end of 2020. And that was when I was like, okay, now we can do this. See, I'm fascinated by that. Reverse engineering is not for the faint of heart, 
right? I mean, what does your brain do when you're trying to reverse engineer something from, I want to make this, what's that process for you? I do lots and lots of research and I've done hours and hours of studying, trying to figure out, you know, what ingredients work the best. And then not only that, but every person is so different, not the same thing works for everybody. Mm -hmm. So figuring out what worked for us and what worked for most of my family, that helped a lot. And the products that we've ended up with generally work for everyone, but there's always going to be a few cases where that's not true. And knowing the basic ingredients that are put into most of the products we use on our bodies was really key. There's several things that are in a lot of the products that just make a good foundation. And then you just build on that. Wow. What's interesting about what she said is that this really started for your family. It was not originally designed to be a business. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. I mean, when we started this, it literally was hey, what can we do in our family? And we've got four girls and we were like, okay, we want to make sure we're starting them off with a good foundation, good health, right? Mm. You know, train them up when they're young, you know? And you're absolutely right. Like we didn't plan on this ever being a business. Mm -mm. Like neither of us have an MBA. I don't know if I said that, but like I went to school to be a computer scientist. Charlotte is in music education. Ain't a bit of entrepreneurial spirit in either of us, right? But that was the original intent was make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And we just kept doing it, kept doing it. And I think probably Charlotte slipped something out of her purse one time. And I think that's what people were, oh, you make your own lip balm? You make your own whatever? That's really cool. Like, can you make some for me? It's like, I guess. How much do you want? I don't know. Like, wait on what the price tag is for this. 10 bucks? Sold. I should have said 20. <laughs> we did use my family as guinea pigs a lot. And so the word got out a bit that way too. See, that's some brilliant thinking right there. It really, really is. That's how we get around doing animal testing. You know, we just, we test it on ourselves. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Here's a question for you. What strengths do each of you bring to this company as a business? Ooh, Charlotte, do me. <laughs> do, I'll do you, you do me. Okay. Well, first off, I have to say, I really don't like the marketing aspect. I do enjoy talking to people about the products. I am passionate about them. There are so many reasons why we do what we do, but the marketing is not my favorite. Social media is not my favorite, and that is something he's so good at. And so he handles, I'd say, 99.9% .9 of it. <laughs> Beautiful. What about you, Michael? I would say I do not have an organized brain. I just don't. I'm getting better at it, but Charlotte is by far like, you know, I'm down here at this end of the spectrum and she is like a bajillion levels higher than me. Like she's got <laughs> recipes in notebooks and in her head and on sticky notes and she just knows how to do stuff. You know, I'm still trying to train her on how to like get the stuff dumped out into a spreadsheet so I can like actually do something with the data, but... She's so organized. Like you should see, I don't know if I ever sent you a picture of our closet, but she's got everything organized in that closet. And it's like, I would go insane if I had to do that. My brain would just freeze up and be like, I'm going to get on TikTok. I can't, I just, I can't, you know? So <laughs> yeah, she brings the organization to the table a lot. What about her personally does she bring hmm. to the table? Personally, she brings a deep abiding love to the table. Like when I married her, I knew she was special. Like, you know, I know you're special, obviously, but there's just something different about the way that she conducts herself, the way that she conducts herself talking to people, 
how she runs the home, how she's a mom, how she's a wife. And there's just a deepness to that where that is the foundation of everything that we do as a family. And then an mm -hmm. extension of that is exactly zero the company. So, you know, with that as the foundation, I mean, just personally, there's some really cool stuff that's built on that. Had that not been there, I mean, you know, the passion and the drive just wouldn't be there. But yeah. it is there. So what about Michael? He's got such a fun loving spirit. He can connect with just about anyone. Well, there was that one guy that I just didn't. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he may not be organized, but he gets things done. Yeah. And he has fun doing it. And he he helps us all have fun. <laughs> so he's like the chief fun officer? Yes. I'm the CFO. You are the CFO. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The chief excitement officer, CEO, sounds better. <laughs> we don't have titles. We're just like husband and wife. Yeah. We really should have titles. We really should have vision. We get people asking us about that, and it's like, well, I don't know. I don't <laughs> We're just mom and dad. Okay, so that's really interesting because when you think about it, many business partners or most business partners, at the end of the day, they can go home and leave each other at the office, right? If they've had a wild and crazy day and they're driving each other bananas, <laughs> they can walk away. Right. How do you navigate the husband-wife partner's intersection so that it works beautifully? Hmm. Well, we do it when we can, as far as exactly zero is concerned. Family life comes first, but we fit it in where we can. And when one or the other of us is just not in a mental space to talk about exactly zero, we just say, can we wait till later? And we've done it many times and we just put it off until we're ready and then we get right back at it. Beautiful. Yeah. And I would add to that, you know, raising four girls, they're in a household where yeah, we have a business. And uh, this actually, that's going to sound like we're using them as slave labor. I promise we're not. <laughs> but they do like to be involved in the process. Mm -hmm. So the onus isn't really on us. Like, we have to do this. It's sink or swim if we fail. You know, it's like they want to come do stuff. Like, hey, you want to make some laundry sticks? Yeah. Especially our six-year-old. She's like, She'll get her hands in it. It's like, that's a lie. Don't stick your hands in that. But And we have not allowed her to. We, ha we have not. But she would if we allowed right. her to. <laughs> yeah. She would. But yeah, we're working on training them so that they're able to help out and stuff. And, you know, they're part of the journey with us. And it's cool because we all get to make things together. I love that you've clearly prioritized in your business, family first, mm -hmm. business when we do it. Right? I hear that. Yes. That sense of strong values there, mm -hmm. family first. I also hear this deep abiding respect for each other. Yep. That's what I'm hearing in yeah. between the lines. Yeah. And that honoring each other makes your company so special. It elevates it in many ways. That's how I interpret it. Well, I hope so. I mean, we're trying to flop it out there and be as obvious as possible. We really like each other. <laughs> yeah. You know? So... I love you, Miss Charlotte, and I said that on the air. Now everybody knows. Oh, no, you didn't say it out <laughs> the loud. The secret's out, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's really, really special. And some companies forget their values, you know, mm -hmm. and they chase other things as opposed to leading with their values. Right. That's what I hear is very special about your company. Yeah. What inspires and motivates you when it comes to Exactly Zero? I think for me, it's the fact that we can give back to the world in a way that wasn't readily available to us, you know. And as somebody who came through cancer, I mean, it was scary, yeah. right? And we are by no means saying, hey, use our products and it'll cure cancer, right? Like, we're not saying that at all. But 
having something available where you know you're making a good decision, you're using products that are good for you, and knowing that, hey, it's not going to break the bank because we're pricing it at a point where we want to make it affordable for people. And knowing that we have a hand in impacting possibly thousands, if not millions of lives over time is like, you know, it's a big, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. We didn't plan on that originally, but now that we're doing it, it's like, oh my goodness, right? (laughs) But yeah, that's a pretty big part of it. What are you thinking, Charlotte? We started very small, obviously, but we were always very careful with our prices. And we've been told many times by customers, well, I'd pay a lot more for this. But there are so many people who can't pay more. Mm -hmm. And so they're buying the products that could do harm. Um, Our goal is to make these products at an affordable price so that the general public can afford to live healthy. And that means a lot to us. And hopefully that's what the customers see. We don't want to price ourselves high and be you know, top of the line. We want to be there for everyone. It sounds like It's less about following your dreams and more about following your purpose. Yes. Yep. Is that fair? That's fair. Does that make us a not fit for this podcast now? Absolutely not. Because it's all about dreams. (laughs) Oh, purpose? Get out of here. Well, they're very related, right? They are. I mean, following your purpose is so important. And I think that's an interesting distinction. Some people follow their dreams. Mm -hmm. Some people follow their passion. Some people follow their purpose. And all of those are fantastic because they drive us forward. They inspire us. Right. Does that make sense? That does make sense. And it's funny, too, because the more we do this, it seems like opportunities just line up where there's a slightly bigger opportunity. Like, here's a demographic or here's some event or something that we can be a part of that had we not gotten to right before that point by following our purpose, we never would have gotten there. And it just opens up new opportunities, which opens up more, which opens up more. And it's like, oh. Sometimes I feel like we're running with scissors. You know that feeling? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're not going to slip and fall and hurt yourself, but it's like, oh my goodness. Right. Yeah. Sounds like we need to make some merch, put some merch in our shop. Yeah. (laughs) Runs with scissors. What's that mean? I don't know. It's so true. It's so true. Here's the flip side of that. What keeps you up at night as relates to exactly zero? Oh, there have been times in the last two years where it has been so hard to find ingredients and containers and then prices doubling overnight that's kept me up a few times just because oh well we don't want to raise prices beyond what people can afford just because you know all of these things are unavailable or just going through the roof yeah that makes sense what about you michael oh There's not a whole lot that keeps me up at night about exactly zero. I mean, sometimes I felt a lot of pressure when we had to fulfill an order for like, what was it, 350 laundry sticks? Yes. And we ended up, well, we ended up doing it. I mean, it quite literally kept me up at night because we were (laughs) up until 10 and I'm like, please, uh, how many more batches? Oh my goodness. But we got through it. This is right when the pandemic had started. So like Mm -hmm. mid 2020. And shipping times were just atrocious. Like, come on, how long does it take to get coconut oil to the house? Pete's sake, you know. And it finally got there, and we were like, oh, you know, we had to run around like Keystone cops trying to put put everything together. And that was really stressful, but you know what? We came through it. And I think that is something that really helped us say, you know, we've got some good processes, and yeah, it's a little bit stressful, but 
We'll make it. Yeah. We're resilient. I think you just teed in on something important, and that's creating processes that are repeatable. Right. Right. Which I never would have thought of had I married somebody else, not my wife, because she's so organized. Like, I've had it drilled into me for, like, at least a few— How many years have we been married? I'm asking this on the 15. <laughs> so we got married on October 6, 2007. To this day, I keep thinking, oh, we got married on October 7, 2006. I'm almost always off by one. So I'm just, like, 14, 15. 16 until she quits looking at me funny. Okay, 15, got it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she, yeah, that organization is a huge part because when you put processes in place, it helps you be more efficient. You can see like, okay, this needs to be done and then this and then this and then, hey, yay, we're done. Beautiful. All right, we're going to switch to some really a fun question. Uh-oh. Right? What is it that you do for play? Because you work together, you're a family together. What do you do for play either as a couple or as a family that just gets you out of exactly zero space and really fills you up? I'm going to say yard work. I really enjoy <laughs> yard work and being outside. I used to hate cutting grass, but I really, even on hot days like today, it's 100 degrees outside today in St. Louis. Yard work, gardening, growing things. You know, even when we're outside not doing exactly zero stuff, we're making things. You know, we're trying to be homesteaders. Our garden has not really behaved lately. No, it hasn't. <laughs> it's not our fault. It's just, you know, it's that Missouri clay. But we love doing that kind of thing, and we do it as a family. Yeah. The girls hate it, but, you know, we have fun. Well, that's their job. That's their it? job. Oh, I don't want a big weeds. Come on. It's therapeutic. <laughs> it's great for the thighs. Come on, squat with me. You can sleep later, you know. But, yeah, we do, we do that sort of stuff. And, I mean, we like to go. I'll tell you what we like to do. Can I tell them about Jeff City? Sure. Oh, we love every, so every three months or so, we'll go on our pilgrimage. We've only gone twice now, but there's a deep Amish community around the Jeff City area. So we'll go there and we'll just stop at all these different Amish stores. We'll go junk in, we'll go to the surplus store, but we always get like 50 pound bags of oats, 50 pound bags of flour, get terrible gas mileage in the van, things riding on the axles on the way back to St. Louis. Like, how come it's like we're driving uphill the whole way? But we love going there and stocking up and just seeing, you know, just seeing what life is like out there. They got horses, buggies. Horses? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ah. It's great. It's fun. What else do you guys like to do as a family? We like to spend time with family. Ah. So go visit my family south of here, and I guess it's more west, west and south. Family is important to us, so we do that any chance we get. I hear the family theme for sure. Uh -huh. Very, very much. Okay, another fun question. If you could have lunch with anybody in the world living, ideally, who would that be? Why that person? What would you want to talk about? I'm going to mention a guy who is in St. Louis. Maybe he's listening. Dave Stewart. He is the founder of Worldwide Technology. Awesome guy. I've never met him in person. Mm -hmm. I'm like one and a half books through the books he's written. He's written great books on leadership, business, and it's all with a basis on his faith. He's a Christian as well. And what I would hope to talk about is just to kind of get with him about what his journey's been like. And I mean, he documents it in the book. He talks about times when money was tight, really not taking a paycheck and stuff like that and having to pay his employees. But there's a deep resilience that comes as a result of going through stuff like that. I don't think I've ever gone through anything as hard. Like where I'm at on the journey, I'm where I'm at. I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. But I would love to get with him and just chat, you know, and just find out what it's been like for him. Yeah. He's, I think he's probably about 20 years older than me. So, you know, he's not my elder, but I mean, you know, he's further along in life. And it's like, there might be some cool things we can share with each other. He sounds like a fantastic person. He is a fantastic person, really dynamic, super busy. I've been trying to get on a schedule for a while and it's like, 
I can't get past his assistant. <laughs> uh, we'll have to send him a link to the podcast. Get him. Yes, please. <laughs> what about you, Charlotte? I'm going to go right back to family. I would have lunch with my dad. Oh, nice. Um, my mom passed away three years ago. And our family is extremely close. And any time I can spend with my dad is special. I know how much he cares for us and prays for us. And his wisdom is always welcome. I would talk about anything and everything with him. Subject really wouldn't matter. But when he starts making suggestions or just asking questions, it makes me think and always ends up pointing me the right direction. If you look out five years, what would you like to accomplish between now and then? She's looking at you. I don't know if I have an answer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't either. You know, and we just got asked a similar question not too long ago, and we were like, five years is a long time, yo. Like, what are we going to even be doing a year from now? Like, I'm not sure. I mean, I would hope that in five years' time, we're known far and wide as a company that cares about people that isn't going to sacrifice quality for a quick buck, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and Mm -hmm. I know most companies would be like, well, yeah, we want to have a a reputation of quality. Like, who wouldn't, right? But the whole reason why we're doing what we're doing is we want to help the greatest number of people possible. So I would hope that in five years time, you know, we'd probably 10x the number of customers we have. What that looks like revenue wise, I would say we'd probably have more subscriptions for things like deodorant or laundry soap or whatever else that we might have available like that. But just to be able to recurringly help people, send it straight to them help them be in that clean living path. But I don't know, that seems generic. It seems like I should have a more specific answer, but I don't have one. I don't have one. That's okay. <laughs> more money, more more service, yay, you know? What about you, Charlotte? I really don't know. I don't know. Just taking out one day at a time right now and don't really know what the next day is going to bring. So five years away is really beyond the scope of my imagination right now. Yeah. Okay, two more questions. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, the first one is, I love to showcase St. Louis and the places wherever my guests live. You know, it might be San Antonio, it might be Tampa. Where in St. Louis do you love to go for inspiration, for motivation, for family time? Hmm. The parks. Yep. Yeah. A lot of memories in parks. We got a lot of pictures of the girls playing on stuff, swinging, running, playing, and just getting out there and living life, you know, and it's contagious. Like, I'm not going to get out there and run around because I'm fat, but, (laughs) you know, just watching them have fun and watching them be kids and to just live life as hard as you can at that age. They don't realize it yet, but they're learning something that a lot of people don't learn, how to play and how to exist. What do you think, Charlotte? I just think, you know, getting out there in nature And most of the things that we're using come from nature. And you won't find lots of vibrant colors in our products. And that's because they don't come from nature. Mm. Anything that is vibrantly colored, I should not say anything, but most things that are vibrantly colored have some kind of additive in them. Mm. And it may say plant-based. Plant-based means it starts with a plant. It may not end with a plant. So seeing those colors in nature and getting inspiration from that. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. All right, last question. Right. What's next for Exactly Zero? The farmer's market this weekend? Yeah. Near-term goal. <laughs> we're going to get out there and we're going to serve the people that are brave enough to come out in this heat. Like, I don't know when this episode's going to air, but seriously, it's like 104 degrees outside with mm-hmm. wind chill, Deb. Wow. 
Yeah, it is crazy. But yeah, that's going to be the thing that we do. And we've got a dedicated booth. We've actually got a, uh, we switch every other week. There's another vendor there who sells soap and bath bombs and things too. She's got a different target market she's going after, but she approached us and said, how about we switch off every other week? She's like, this isn't my full-time job and I'd rather not be here every single week, but if we can pair up and share a booth together, then that would be beneficial. So we have a nice little booth there, number 19. The path goes right to our booth and it's like, this is really cool. It's almost like a second home, but that's where we go. We set up and then we are there for four hours and people come see us. We have regulars that come see us every time we're there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. There's this older lady, and I don't even know her name. Do you know her name? I don't remember it right we, now. Yeah, I mean, she has a name, but she comes and sees us every single time. She makes a beeline straight for us, and she's like, I love seeing you guys. I just want to stop by and say hi. Yeah. But yeah, it's like people are starting to notice, and it's neat. That's nice. And a little bit further out from this weekend, I have acquired some natural products that will create some new colors from what I have been using. So I'm going to get to experiment and see what colors of soap I can come up with next. That sounds exciting. Yes, it is. Oh, hopefully, nothing, hopefully nothing too vibrant now that you said, oh, vibrant colors are bad. And then we have like hot <laughs> pink and it's like, uh-oh, that's just for family use. Like who's going to use well, the hot pink soap? From all the research I've done, red is something that supposedly you cannot do naturally. And I have found something that it will not always turn out bright red, but it is possible. So I'm going to do some experimenting and see what we come up with. Ooh, stay tuned. Yes. yes. And of course she's going to test it on me. You know that. So I'll, I'll come. <laughs> Back. I'll be like, my skin's still attached. It's fine. It's good to sell. <laughs> I just thank you both so much for being here tonight. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the show and spreading the word about us to all your family and friends. How can people get to know Michael and Charlotte better or exactly Zero better? Well, we can kill two birds with one stone because we have a lot of information on our website, exactlyzero.com. Right at the top, there's a brief story about how we got started. And if you want to scroll down a little bit and see what our family looks like, including my hairy face, because it's an old picture, then we have that. You can find out our story. There's all kinds of resources on there. And you can also buy stuff while you're there if you want. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) You can also follow us on social media. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did say that I do social media stuff. I don't know why I didn't mention that. Yeah, we're on social. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, just search for Exactly Zero. You'll you'll find us. Nice. Beautiful. You have to remind him, right? <laughs> Organization. What can I say? Yeah, she's got it. She's got it. She's got it. Everybody check out their website. Check out their social media. Check out their story because they're doing some pretty amazing things. So check it out. Thank you, guys. That's it for this episode of Tiny Sparks, Big Flames. If you enjoyed the conversation, definitely check out our webpage at tinysparksbigflames.com. You can find more great information about today's guests, see what they're up to, and even follow their work. Until next time, dream big, and thanks for listening.